Revelation. And we're going to look at verse 13. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father. Uh, Lord, we do thank you for your word that we can study. And uh, Lord, we ask that um, you open our hearts and minds to it. But Lord, give us discernment. But also, Lord, um, give us peace and joy while studying this. And Lord, it says that if you read the book of Revelation, that you'll be blessed. And we thank you for that promise. And Lord, we ask now as we dig into your word, once again, that you would open our eyes and give us discernment. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. All right. Um, so verse 13, and the six angels sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the six angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the river, in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. Now, one thing you got to understand, you see, the Lord lives outside of time. But He has an appointed time, so to speak, for us that things are going to take place. These four angels that are in the river Euphrates, they're not going anywhere. They've been bound there since way back. Somewhere around 6,000 years, maybe five and a half, somewhere in there. They've been bound in this, in, in, in whatever, however, they're bound in it. The water doesn't have to dry up for them to be loosed. Uh, but they say the Euphrates is drying up. <laughs> they have a, I don't know, not a, maybe some don't know this, but man, this thing. But um, they have a locking down they built in that thing. They can, They don't have to have the river dry up. They can shut this locking down down. And it, they say, because of the temperature over there, and I guess summertime, that it would be dry in like half a day or something. It would just... Whoosh. So they really ain't waiting on it to dry up. They can dry it up because they're going to use that. Um, but anyway, the bottomless pit, uh, we're going to... I want to think about for a minute. Now, there were some angels in the bottomless pit that was let out. That bottomless pit is really the abyss, and it talks about that in uh, Luke 8.31. Uh, he makes it clear that there's demons that live in there. So, before that, we had that group of locusts, or whatever you want to call them. I'm just going to be up front with you. I believe... What the, what it says. I don't think it's symbolic of, of whatever. I think it's dreadful looking, whatever they are. They fly around, they're the size of a horse. They got a man's face and long hair like a woman. And, and so I, I I'm going to say it's what it is. Well, 
I'm going to say this is what this is too, and we'll finish reading here. And the four angels, verse 15, were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. The ones just before this could not slay men. They were only allowed to torment them. And these people were looking to die. They wanted to die, but could not die. These people are going to die. Now, some may disagree with me, and that's okay if you want to be wrong. (laughs) And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 and I heard the number of them. Now, if you do the figures on that, that's 200 million. There's some commentators and people say that's the Chinese army. The Chinese way back, way back, I think 60s or somewhere in there, boasted that they could have a 200 million man army like that. All of a sudden, these preachers got the idea, oh, I don't believe it is. I'll get into that in just a moment. Now, uh, where was that? And thus, verse 17, I saw the horses in the visions, and them that sat on them, having breastplates of fire and of Jason and brimstone and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions and out of their mouth issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was the third part of men killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone which issued out of their mouth for their power is in their mouth and in their tails for their tails were like unto serpents and had heads and with them they do hurt. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not. Now, we'll stop. I'm going to be up front with you. Now, the fallen star that it mentioned in verse 11, he says, and they had a king over them. Um, that's really, that's Satan is who that is. It, I'm pretty sure. It only makes sense. And he has power. The only reason he's got power is God gives him power. He gives him the keys to heaven and hell and he can open that up. These demons that come out of there, they're a massive army. Now, Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 18 talks about the powers that be out there, the principalities of the air. That's demons. And so they're loosed right now running around. They run D.C. pretty much. Uh, and and the majority of the governments around this nation, and well, really around the world. Uh, so they're real. Now this army... Is, is really and truly their demons. 13 through 21, these angels, they are very wicked angels. Four specific angels, don't give a name, but it's, it's four of them, they locked up. 
Now, there's all kinds of reasons why they claim they're locked up. Is it in the book of Jude? It says because they left their first estate. That was where they lived. They lived in heaven. <laughs> they packed up and left. Now, there's a lot of people say, well, that's the ones that came down and they took on human form and they had uh, sexual relations with humans here on earth. And I think that's in Genesis 5. I don't believe that. But that's okay if people do, but that's, you know, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't see that. Uh, but these four, they're in charge of this huge army that follows them, which is about 200 million. And they are released to kill, not just to torment, but to kill a third of the world's population. Uh, they can kill from in front of them. They can kill from behind with a tail. Uh, they breathe out fire. I've never, I've known some Chinese. My son-in-law is part Chinese. He don't breathe out fire. But <laughs> uh, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't see that happening. I think to take away that, you take away the, the message from God. Is really what it, because it's God that is doing this and they realize that as we'll read here in a minute. But now a third of the world's population killed, a fourth of mankind's already dead, Revelation 6, 8. Uh, so this means that by the time this takes place and the sixth trumpet is complete, it's going to be about half of the world population gone, dead, uh, Man, that's that's rough. And they just thought COVID was bad. Well, the pandemic was bad. This army is is is. I'm 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 going to say I don't believe it's humans. Uh, I don't believe it's China. And this demonic army, it's headed up by these extreme, extremely wicked angels. Now, I don't know what all they did, but whatever it was, it was pretty bad. You know, maybe they had some issues with, well, they hate humans. <laughs> they run around and kill a third of them. So they were causing problems. I don't doubt they were probably causing problems during uh, those days before the flood because that's when they got locked up. So I don't doubt they were causing some sort of problems, big influence on them, I don't know. But I do know that they were wicked enough that the Lord locked them up, and apparently they're real wicked. Uh, now, look at verse 20. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols, gold, silver, brass, stone, of and of wood, neither which neither can see, nor hear, nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Um, I believe that, that when this takes place, God was trying to get their attention. And, and, and the, the last half of the tribulation period, which is basically where we're at, that last half, listen, <laughs> the, 
God is doing all this before they were living. Now let me get, let me lay it out for you sort of. The first three and a half is pretty peaceful, except for the fact that man's causing problems. I mean, we got problems now which are man-made. Uh, but the Antichrist was kind of before he was the Antichrist. He was just some dude that everybody loves. He was working things out. And so the, the, that first half was a fairly peaceful time. But now it's not, it's not peaceful. God has opened up, uh, well, he opened up the bottomless pit. He opened up, he got those guys, those angels out of the, the, uh, Euphrates and turned them loose. Now, I want to skip a few, you got to understand as we're reading Revelation and as we're going through Revelation, it's kind of you're reading here and then all of a sudden you're reading there and, and this happened way over here, this happened way over you can get, it, it gives you a whole outline of all sorts of stuff and then it starts breaking things down. Um, well, for instance, the, over in chapter 11, it talks about the two witnesses. Uh, later on in Revelation, it talks about these two witnesses as well. Now, the history of the Jews, chapter 12. This is really a history lesson part of it. The first, what, six verses. It's kind of a history, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of work it out best I can for you. <coughs> it says, and there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of seven stars. Now, John here stops really telling the order of the events, you know, during the time of the tribulation period. And, and he starts giving you a brief history of, um, Israel and Satan's fight against the Jews. So basically that first verse I just read there to you is describing Israel. They use her as a woman and the 12 stars and all. These are the tribes of Israel. And so it's given you a, a, a little history and it says, and she being with child cried travailing in birth and pain uh, to be delivered. Now, the um, uh, in other words, it, it refers more to uh, Israel ever since it became a nation, been nothing but a problem. They've had all sorts of problems from, they were uh, in bondage in Egypt, uh, they've had all sorts of problems all along the years. They have problems today. Israel is a mess. Um, now, now we're going to talk about Satan. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads, ten horns, seven crowns upon his head, and his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. Now, in the Israelites' history, when you read the Old Testament, 
If you look, they are constantly after the tribe of, isn't it Judah? Yes, I was going to say, I don't know why I was going to say that. They were constantly after the tribe of Judah. Constantly they were trying to stop that. They needed to put a, a cease to the descendants. Why? Jesus came from that tribe. Satan's whole plan from day one, back in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 I think, is to put a stop to Jesus. He had to put a stop to Jesus. That's why it went on into, um, um, wasn't it Abimelech? Where they were, no, what's the name of that dragon or what idol they throw their babies in the fire? Uh, I can't say it. They were throwing all the babies in the fire. And then after that, you go on up and, well, Pharaoh, before that, Pharaoh killing all the babies of Israel. Why? It wasn't about the babies in Israel. It was about killing Jesus. That was his whole idea. Then as you go through, um, um, and, and you go through all of the, the years in, in, uh, Samuel and Kings and Chronicles and all that stuff. It's all about stopping that tribe. Then when you get into the New Testament, Herod, Herod, what's he do? He does the same thing. I want to kill all of the male babies. It wasn't because somebody was there that was going to be more popular to him. He was being controlled by Satan and uh, whether he realized it or not. Pilate was being controlled by Satan, whether he realized it. The Pharisees, they were all being controlled by Satan, whether they realized it or not, to get rid of Jesus. <laughs> and it didn't work. So basically, that's what this is. Now, verse 5 and 6 is very interesting, though. It says, And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up unto God and to His throne. Now, there's a parenthesis in between 5 and 6. It says, And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations. Stop. Who is that? It's Jesus. But it says, With a rod of iron. When's that going to take place? After the tribulation period, during the thousand-year reign. He's going to rule the entire world with a rod of iron. He came as a lamb, but he's coming back as a lion. You know, they're looking for a little baby. He ain't no little baby. He's coming back as the Lord of Lords, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. That's who he's going to be when he comes back, and he's going to rule with a rod of iron. Now, it says, And her child was caught up in unto God and to his throne. They crucified him. They said, you're not him. And, and if you study it, even the apostles were like, we thought it was him. What the two on the road to Emmaus? Oh, we thought he was going to rule and reign. 
Peter and them, they were saying, when are you going to take over? We want to get rid of the Romans. They didn't get it. He wasn't going to do that right then. They were looking for some king to come riding in. That's our Messiah. Well, they're going to get that. But anyway, uh, they're going to get it twice. Once going to be bad. <laughs> Second time will be good. Um, but they were, they were seeking that. They crucified him right there is the ascension of Christ into heaven. And he sat down on the right-hand side of God's throne. Now, basically between five and six is the church age. that There's a huge gap in between those two verses. Then it says, And the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God that... Uh, they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. That ain't happened yet. Now, get it. I'm going to back up. She brought forth a man child. That's Jesus through the tribe of of, uh, Judah. Or is it Jude? However you say it. I can't for whatever my mind won't say it. And they killed him, crucified him. He ascended into heaven. Now there's a huge gap in between five and six that's going on right now. We're in that gap. That's where we're at. If you want to know exactly where we're at in the Bible, right there is where we're at. We're, we're, we're in, in there, in between verse five and verse six. Ain't a very big gap, but it's there. Because the next verse ain't happened yet. Now, it's going to happen in the last part of the tribulation period, the last three and a half years. We're fixing to read about it, a little bit of it, is when she's going to have to flee. Now, remember, right now, well, as we're reading, the first three and a half years are kind of peaceful. The first three and a half years of tribulation, yeah, they got lots of problems. There's famine. They got wars, rumors of wars. I mean, there's a lot going on, but this man of peace and this uh, Satan Superman, as Adrian Rogers called him, uh, uh, he's making everything better. Everything's going pretty good other than, you know, all these problems. Well, listen, we, we, we all live pretty peaceful, don't we? I mean, I my dog ain't ate nobody that I know of today. <laughs> she could have, but I'm, I ain't been home. Uh, I hadn't shot anybody in the last week. I saw a few. No, <laughs> I mean we live a pretty peaceful life. Nobody's tried to hang me because I'm a preacher. But yet there are people starving to death in our own county we live in. Now, some of them, yes, they're out there on their own. They like me, but there's a lot of them that's not. So the first part of the tribulation period is going to be a peaceful time because the Antichrist is going to have the answers. And he's caused peace for Israel. And he's allowed them. They've built their temple. And by the way, you say, well, what about the Muslims? Aren't they going to argue about it? Well, the majority of the Muslims are going to be gone. 
the Marines didn't do it either. God did. You see, he brought Russia down with flesh hooks, as he calls it, in Ezekiel 38 and 39, to attack Israel. And that's going to happen somewhere between now and the tribulation period. And he's going to bring them down to attack. Well, who is their buddies? Iran, Iraq, all of them, Turkey. They're going to all join in, and God's going to do away with 90% of them. And they're going to know it was God, by the way. Ezekiel 38 and 39 says so. They knew that it was for... But the Antichrist steps up and says, oh, we'll sign the peace treaty. We'll stop this. And they build their temple. Now, I don't personally think they're going to build it on the Temple Mount, but that's just me. I think they got another spot. But anyway, so here we are. Now, now when, when the woman flees... It's even ahead of what we're fixing to, uh, what we're fixing to read. Verse seven, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels. All right. And prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. In other words, we've already went over this, but I, I, you have to do it. You got to go over and over and over to get it sunk in. When that happens, I got a feeling people here on earth going to see a lot happening. And by the way, the Lord in Matthew 24 says, I saw Satan fall from the sky like lightning. Who's angel of light? Satan is. His name means light, means brightness. Morning star. Uh, you know, Luc- Lucifer's a special person, a uh, special being, I'll put it. Uh, so he falls from heaven. No, he is booted out. You can't come back because remember the other day I told you, right now he runs back and forth. Look at Freddie. God, do you see Freddie? Sent that stuff to the pastor. He shouldn't have sent that. I don't know. I didn't look at it. (laughs) No, it's not that bad. I'm just kidding you. But that's what he does. He's an accuser of the brethren. He's going to be booted out. Listen, he is going to be torqued off. You know what torqued off is? That's a southern word. There's another one starts with a P. We won't say that, but he's going to be torqued off. And he is going to come down here and wreak havoc which he, by the way, enters into the, what's the dude's name? Antichrist. Now, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Now, oh, I better keep reading. We'll just keep reading. It's easier that way. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony 
and they loved not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye dwell that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. He knows he don't have long, so he's got to get busy. He wants to kill as many Christians as he possibly can. Now, all right, here we go. And when the dragon saw that he was cast under the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man child. Now back up to verse 6. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. All right, now back over here to 14. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that's symbolic, that she might fly into the wilderness. That's what that verse 6 was talking about. Into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half a time from the face of the serpent. Three and a half years. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. And the earth helped the woman and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. Now, the believing Jews here, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Christ. So he's making war with them. He wants to kill as many as possible. That's why in Matthew 24, when you read it says, flee, don't go back and get a bag. Don't go back and get your food. Don't go back and get your sandal. Get. Go, run, and pray it ain't on the Sabbath because it ain't going to be good. All right, now, the beast out of the sea. Now, all right, are you totally confused yet? Okay, good. Because it, it does, it flops back and forth. All throughout the Bible, you'll find the, the writers they wrote, and some of this had happened. Some of it was happening right away, and then all of a sudden they go into something that ain't happened, and then back to something that's happening right away. They did that often. Uh, maybe the Lord planted that away so we'd study it more. He said, and I stood, verse 1, upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns and upon his horns ten crowns and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. All right, let me go on. All right, let me read you this. Both the Old and New Testaments, they tell about this man. The Antichrist. It, 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 it's told all about. It's told all about him. I'm on the wrong page. <clears throat> so the Roman Empire we've discussed, revised Roman Empire. It's it's come about. It's ten nations. You see what he just said a minute ago. Um, the seven horns heads, ten horns. 
It's talking about the nations. That was Nebuchadnezzar's statue. That's the last part of his statue, the ten toes. They're working on that right now, and it's basically based out of Europe. We're supposedly, the United States, and I'm going to probably say this wrong. I can't remember what they're going to call it. They have a map of the United States and the capital of that new country that we're going to become, which includes Canada and Mexico, and I think South America, is going to be Denver, which pretty much stand to reason. You're talking about a bunch of liberal idiots. Denver's full of them. Uh, but I, and I can't remember where you go find that. Anyway, I don't know if I'd look it up anyway. But nonetheless, uh, that's what the plan is, and it's going to be part of the European Union or nation or whatever you want to call it. Now, the Antichrist is showing his great power. He demands actual worship as if he were God. He wants worship. That's what the devil has always wanted is to be worshipped. If you'll read Isaiah 14, uh, Ezekiel 28, it'll tell you that's the whole idea of the devil. He wants worship. And uh, that's what he's after. And But this will be the Antichrist. Now, he's also called the man of sin. Uh, but And you read about him a bunch of places in the Bible. Um 1 John 2.18, uh, 2 Thessalonians uh, 3 and 10, 2 Thessalonians 2 and 3. Uh, you read about him in Daniel chapter 7, 7 through 8. Daniel, uh, it, in other words, it's, the meaning there is a little horn. Sometimes he's called the beast, the Antichrist, but it refers to the man that, that his... his and sometimes his empire. And he will so he will so thoroughly control his little kingdom. It's going to be amazing what this guy can do. His empire. Now, he'll have uh, the support of the second beast. There's another beast, by the way that'll come out of the earth. Here, go to Revelation chapter 13, verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. Hmm? I'm going to explain something here in a minute. Uh, who, this, this is who will be the false prophet. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, it's, it's a satanic trinity. Satan is a mocker, a copycat. There's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Three in one. There's the Antichrist, the beast, and the false prophet. Three in one. That's what it's gonna be. The Roman, by the way, Catholics, there's your false prophet. Roman Catholic is a false religion. It's a cult. Um, hence, one reason we're not called Protestants. We didn't come out of the, we didn't protest out of the Catholic cult. 
Baptists have always been. You can't even find written anywhere their beginnings except for the Word of God. That's why, well, anyway, I won't get into that. That's, that's off on a whole new thing. We don't need to get in. Now, the beast from the earth that we just read about, it says, in other words, the first beast came out of the sea. And really the sea, it's, it, it's more like people. Uh, it, in other words, it stands for nations of the world. Uh, this beast comes out of the earth. It's uh, basically a symbol of Palestine. The earth is. He will be a Jew and he'll plot evil with the other beast, which is, you know, the Roman emperor or whoever it is at the present time. That'll be the Antichrist when they all come together, the beast of the sea and uh, the false prophet. And the false prophet will work signs and wonders and will serve the Antichrist and cause people to worship the Antichrist. They're going to worship him, which is what the devil's after anyway. He is after worship. That's exactly what he's wanting. Uh, now, let me go back. Well, I don't know. We'll just pick up where we left off at 14. I think it's 14. Uh, verse 11, And I beheld another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. Oh, i got to hurry. And he doeth, doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. See, the Antichrist gets killed, but then he gets up. <laughs> and people are going to be like, oh, it's the man. And he's going to do all these miracles. Listen, my daughter sent me a YouTube the other day because she knows somebody's mixed up with it. But it's these miracle workers. You're talking about a joke. 34 minutes this thing is, and I, I, I was like, uh, and she told me, she said, Dad, you can't watch it all. But he's up there running off at the mouth, supposedly, speaking in tongues and and uh, he was saying all these weird words, and I don't even want to repeat them because I don't know what they mean. I, ain't, I don't want to say anything. And he's touching people, and they're, <laughs> you know, and falling down. He's got folk grabbing them, and I'm like, idiots. Now, I, most of that is fake, but I'm going to tell you something. Some of it can actually happen. Because he has the power. I know a lady, I can't remember her name. Uh, anyway, years ago, she, had, she said, I saw a guy heal my husband's arm. She said, he broke it, bone hanging out, they had surgery, stitched it all up, had pins in it. 
got a cast on it, you know, and they went to this meeting a couple of days later and he cut the cast off of him and he was healed. Pulled all the pins out. He'd do anything with it he wanted to. He said the guy just rubbed it. Uh, she said, now you tell me that ain't... I, she said, I saw it. Satan's an angel of light. All right, I gotta, I gotta hurry because I want to get right here before we stop. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both uh, speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Now, he gave power to this thing, and 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 uh, if you if you won't worship it, you're gonna die. Who's that remind you of? Nebuchadnezzar. And he causes all, both small and great, rich, poor, free, bond, to receive a mark in their fore, in their right hand or their foreheads. They're going to have to receive a mark. This is sometime right after the three and a half year mark. And that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. And his number is six hundred three score and six. In other words, six, six, six. Some people have figured that out. Oh, that's Obama. Years ago, it was Henry Kissinger. <laughs> uh, years before that, it was Hitler, by the way. Um, so we're not going to know who it is. But nonetheless, I wanted to get right there and cease. So we're in the three and a half year mark of the, of the somewhere starting in the last three and a half years. And it, it's going to be a bad deal. It's going to be tough. But remember where we're at. We're between what verse? Five and six. We're in between there. That little bitty space. Been 2,000 years so far. That's where we're at. Church age. Or the age of grace, however you want to look at it. Some people call it church age. Some call it age of grace. Uh, but nonetheless, that's where we're located. While we're waiting for his, for Jesus to say, come up hither. And then they'd, all this mess can begin. All right, let's stand. We're going to have prayer tonight. Um, we need to